Prepare to have knowledge bestowed upon you. Here comes the number one podcast for Dynasty Fantasy Football Half PPR 10 and 12 Man Leagues, the Fantasy Podfathers. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Podfathers. Uh, I'm GM Ronzo here with uh, The Architect. And uh, this is a podcast dedicated solely to Dynasty, using a half PPR format as our baseline. We are currently in the 11th season of our original startup dynasty, and as always, no kickers. So with that, I guess uh, I will turn it over uh, to the architect, and we'll we'll let you get the ball rolling. Hey, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well said. Oh, it turns out I had my incoherent babble button pushed in. Uh, yeah, got to fix that. Um, yeah, it's uh, kind of a, a crazy week of football here, coming off of week seven, uh, one I would dub the uh, Rain Bowl to end the last two games. It was a sad state of affairs. Um, I love football, and it pains me to have unwatchable football on the television. <laughs> Once the bye weeks kick in, I think there is a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's sad to see you wait so long for it, and, and to think, you know, uh, in June I would kill for unwatchable football. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> we we get spoiled. It's here, and then you're like, no, no, I don't, I don't want that anymore. Well, there's so many injuries right now. It's kind of, it's gotten out of hand. Right, right. I was thinking about changing. I mean, that, I think that uh, noon window, noon window Central Time, as we like to roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was there like four games or some shit in that first yep. block? Yeah, yeah. Like there wasn't anything to pick from. A red zone was shockingly boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some surprises this uh, this week. I would say for me personally, the biggest. Um, so I guess two things. Let's 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 say good and bad. The Cincinnati Bengals um, rolling into Baltimore and uh, crushing the Ravens. I mean, crushing the Ravens. Uh, yeah, was, I like that was pretty shocking and um and patrick mahomes is awful um question that that was my takeaway as far as um surprise performance on the bad side i i gotta think he's injured i don't know yeah i mean that being said if i have a viable option in in one of my dynasty leagues (laughs) And in a few, uh, in the one that I do, I'm, I'm plugging somebody else in. Yeah, it's a tough call. I mean, you know he's I mean, going to come around. If you got around. a Stafford in your pocket right now, let's oh. wait and see. Maybe he's got turf toe. Maybe that, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything for, after that concussion. I just, <laughs> I I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm, I'm going to be a little tepid on that Kansas City offense. I just want to say, if you have a Stafford in your pocket, you might have turf toe. <laughs> I had a Stafford in my pocket. They gave me a cream for that. It's <laughs> it's been pretty good. Uh, it was uh, itching there for a while, but yeah, the that, salve really that really hit the spot. I know you got to be careful though, because that could easily turn into some golf in your pants. Yeah, you don't want your Stafford to uh, develop into a case of golf. That that's uh, not good. that's a different cream altogether. <laughs> that's, uh, well, we... that's a visit to to the doctor. You keep on the hush hush. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had talked before this podcast about uh, introducing a little game that we like to play, a little fun thing. Uh, 
I've done with uh, you and a few of my other friends on the phone called Round the World. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. We're about to go around the world. Um, and basically, the idea here, and we're going to see uh, how this goes, is we're going to take a position. Uh, this, we've kind of randomly spun the wheel of decision and uh, landed on tight end for the week. And we're kind of going to go through um, team by team uh, the fantasy relevant of the tight end position and uh, kind of dissect um, if there's any uh, dynasty stashes, some dynasty busts, um, maybe use and, and toss sort of players out there. But again, always coming from a dynasty perspective. So um, I think our, our first uh, team we'll start with here is going to be a good example of why uh we're thinking dynasty and not the short term here. And I'm going to start with the AFC and start the AFC East. And uh thought I'd kick it off with the Buffalo Bills. Right. So Buffalo Bills have had a, a tight end by the name of Dawson Knox. Who's looked He's been uh, a breakout candidate for like three years now. You know, I, I have the data in front of me, but, uh, any guess on age for this guy, Ron? Uh, Knox. I'm going to say he's got to be like 25. Hmm. Good guess. He's actually at 24. So oh, I was going to say that, but I went up because I got nervous. He's uh he's had a pretty good year. He's got a broken hand right now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not put on IR, but he's rocking. Uh, They're talking three weeks. Yep, three weeks. He's got five touchdowns on the season. Um. I personally think he's got some pretty good dynasty upside there. For sure. Uh, and, and the reason why is um, Josh Allen is not going anywhere for <laughs> what I would. My, my guess is the the next uh, contract in the NFL that rivals Patrick Mahomes is Josh Allen's next contract. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I, I have stock in um, – in Knox in a couple of my dynasties and the hope has kind of been that he and his quarterback develop that kind of Roethlisberger Heath Miller dynamic where mm -hmm. he becomes this just go-to guy and he's finally showing that he can do that and uh, it's exciting for somebody who's in kind of a positional rebuild at that tight end spot across the board mm -hmm. um, he, he's been a nice get where I've been able to get him Alan to uh, Dawson Knox could turn into fantasy gold. Therefore, I'd like to dub him Fort Knox. Oh. Hmm? Nice. Yeah. Let's try that one out. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, like I said, I've I managed to get him, I think, in about half of my dynasties and uh, pretty much got him off the wire. He was a stash, wait and hang on, because for three years he's been a guy who is like, hey, get get him in Dynasty. He's going to mm -hmm. break out. Him and yeah. Allen, they're developing this chemistry, and it didn't happen, and it didn't happen, and owners got frustrated, and he was on the wire. And I, other than our, our tight end, our, our league with the elevated tight end reception scoring. Flea flicker. 12-man dynasty with squad, full PPR, and 1.5 for tight end. Founded by Randy in 2020, currently in its second season. He was pretty much available. Right, right. Um, this next uh, team, the Miami Dolphins, is going to uh, be a tough one for me to talk about. Um, a dynasty mistake I just made last week. Um, I traded away this player 
Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Um, yeah, I moved him in uh, in my 12-man last year. He was not producing very well. He start, He came out pretty good this year to start the season. Uh, well, actually, his first game, he had zero catches. So he didn't look very great. Um, but he's really just kind of turned it around the last few weeks. I was myself in a dynasty. I have George Kittle and Noah Fant and Mike Gusecki, and I thought I'd use one of my assets to buy a running back. Why not? Um, and then after week seven, um, looking at it, you want to take a stab at where um, Mike Gusecki sits at the uh, tight end position overall? He had a good game on Sunday. I'm going to say he's in the top seven. Yeah, you are correct. He's number three. Shut the front door. I was going to say yeah. five, and I thought, no, I know. But but the tight end position is so close that literally one big game can vault you in those rankings. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and you're correct there. The, the top two guys, no surprises, Travis Kels, Mark Andrews. Um, right. And then you get uh, Mike Gusecki, Kyle Pitts. He's yeah, just, he's been performing. Huge yardage hog. Only one touchdown, total yardage hog. And then actually number five is Dawson Knox. AFC East has got some tight end power. And look at how many of those guys on that list. So, okay, I guess of the top five, what, two of those guys were legitimately poachable off the wire in mm-hmm. most dynasty formats in the last six months? Yeah, uh, people have Cause, a tendency. Because I've done it. I owned them in three of three of my four. Well, right, we, we operate in the, you know, the new hot world where you got to get the next thing. But again, um, Dawson Knox year three, we always talk about year three breakouts that used to happen. And now, now we're year four for Mike Gesicki and last, last year he had 85 catches. So uh, he was another one that for the last two or three seasons, it was, Hey, get your hands on this guy. He's going to break out. And the difference with him, I mean, the difference between him and Knox is Knox has had consistency at the quarterback position, building rapport mm-hmm. where Gusecki's numbers have kind of been in spite of the offense. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. He, he I trade him away because he made me nervous on the inconsistency that's going to happen in Miami. Um, and his two biggest games have been with, uh, with Parker and Will Fuller riding the bench. Okay. Um, now we're going to get into some less desirable tight ends here we're going to look at the patriots um you know there's there's decent production here but this is like the patriots are like you know what let's do what we do the running back position and let's take two good tight ends sign them and ruin their production for each of them that is the textbook example of a a good real life player versus a good fantasy player Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they those two are some excellent tight ends um but it doesn't appear that new england's kind of run that two tight end package to any kind of success so um if you're kind of hoping for for a remake of the gronk and uh old murdery face um it's not not shaping up thus far <laughs> um but you know that again that could be a good buy low candidate try to snake one of those guys and either wait for injury or uh, a full-on uh, operation of the New England offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith are kind of, uh, at the moment, kind of touchdown-dependent uh, 
And, you know, you, you got to play them if you got no other options. They're, they're good names, but, man, um, right. they'd have so much more value if, A, one of them got hurt, or, B, they would have gone to separate teams. Yeah, uh, and I think the signings were, like, a day apart. Yeah. If if you – whatever one you owned, whoever got signed first, you'd be like, yes! And then the next day it'd be like, crap. Because and then Henry you, was a guy last year where I was in – uh, full court press mode to try mm-hmm. to pick him up in every dynasty and basically got turned away because nobody wanted to part with that potential, especially with the quarterback and system he was in. Right. Uh, and there's an example of a uh, deal not getting done working out for you. Let's go on to the jets and we're done. Wow. Their leading tight end has 64 yards receiving and, and we're, and we're done with the Jets. Wow. Okay. Yep. There's I'm no there. there's no dynasty upside, nor is there any weekly upside on starting either of those players. Um, the only the only thing I could say is you, you can know, you find got, somebody better on the wire. You can find someone better not on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> you you can find someone better on your bench. Yeah, you you can honestly go try to get the, you some Azuma. Which right. maybe not anymore. He's a, he's a recent spike in pickups. Probably, I would say probably last week he's just out there. He is, by the way, in the nasty that we play, and he's available out there. The nasty, a ten-man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad, founded by Ron and Jonah in 2011. Currently, eleventh season. Uh, but he's got to clear waivers. I'm gonna bet you that Wednesday morning I'll be sending you a message saying there he went. Yep, it might be one of us. The, the, let, let, let's carry on. Yeah, let's carry on. Let's let's go into the uh, AFC West here. Um, run through them. We got the, uh, the Broncos. Uh, we've got Noah Fant. Great upside. I will say he does, the knowing the Broncos well here, um, he does have a little competition with a guy who's going to be coming off of IR, Okabawangu. Um <laughs> I, I butchered that, but it's close enough. Uh, he can vulture. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he can vulture a touchdown or two. But uh, Noah Fant is sitting um, in the top. Let's see. He's the ninth tight end on the year. If you don't have uh, one of the big, big names or a surprise player for the year, just put him in there. And if he stays healthy, you're you're going to get your 7 to 12 points out of him, which is quite a bit in the uh, tight end position nowadays. Um, let's move on to Kansas City. I, I'm looking at this because I will say we're talking dynasty here. Yeah, so I kind of wanted your take on him. Yeah. I mean, what, what did he hit 30 now? Is he 31? I, I believe he's, let me look it up real quick. I believe he's I, he's 32. They drafted a guy named Noah Gray in the fifth round this year. He's got three targets. So... Um, not there yet, but, uh, well, let's talk about that in, in a little like bit. How here. long, if, if you own him in, in a dynasty, let's say, mm-hmm. what's your take here? Do you just hold on to the lemon and get that last squeeze out of her? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you think that now's the time to bail? And, uh, and, and if so, how, how do you bail on losing a tight end that good? Um, 
in making a trade? Well, how how do you approach something like that? I think you got to I think you got to look at your record. I think that all comes down to where you're sitting right now. You know, um, if if I'm if I'm Owen seven right now and I own Travis Kels, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at the top three or four teams in that league and see who's the weakest at tight end and see if I can't just give them have them give up a pile of stuff to me. Um, that's the only way I'm moving Travis Kels. If I have any chance of making the playoffs right now, I'm just going to hold on to the guy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that stock is Kansas city's offense looking weird. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that stock's kind of down right now. So I guess if you're in a mode to win right now and you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, he, he's got a few miles left on the oh. tires. For sure. I mean, he's he's the number one tight end on the year again. And he's it's unbelievable. He's so consistently the best tight end. So, yeah. And if you I, look at a lot of the uh, some of the other tight ends out there, I mean, you, there's a lot of a lot of mileage on a lot of those guys. Right. But I mean, you know, give me uh well, let's let's put out the scenario. Someone wants to offer me. Kyle Pitts in a second round pick right now for Travis Kels. If you, that came in. Yeah. Do you take that deal? Um, God, I'm going to sound like such a cock, but I think I counter for a one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I, I think they, I think I kind of make them turn it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I, yeah. I like Pitts, and, um, I would definitely look at doing that because that, that was kind of what I was driving at is if you're moving a guy like him, do you almost exclusively need another tight end in that deal? Right. Right. Yeah. You, you really wouldn't. I'm just trying to look at an apples to apples sort of scenario, but no, but um, that would be a good one because I mean, that's something that literally it's like, okay, you lose a top guy at the position, but that fills positional need, which makes it like, Oh shit, I can go even up in my starting lineup. You know, I'm giving up points right now, but, the five-year projection is mm-hmm. <laughs> five years from now, I will be getting more points out of that player than you will out of yours. Oh, for sure. For sure. Easy. But yeah, I, I think I, I think I make that for a one and either make them give it to me or turn it down. I'm like, yeah. sorry, not enough. I agree. I agree. Um, let's move on to the Raiders. Cause uh, I would say honestly, a very similar situation here. Yeah, we got a. Uh, uh, was he twenty nine or is he thirty? Darren Waller is um, twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Okay. Um, he's been. Uh, he he kind of started out really hot. Yeah. Like, like this year, he started out with some really great games. Um, he's kind of come back down to earth here the last few weeks. Now he was injured this last week. He's got a bye this week. He should get healthy, but. Um, you know, he's uh for what you pay for the guy, he is pretty much uh well I'll, I'll throw out I'll throw out the names around him. Uh Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, and Noah Fant are all within three points of each other this year. Wow. So um you Well that's prob- what I was driving at earlier. That tight end position is so tight that literally a big game could move you into the top five tight ends. Mm-hmm. Like and if some is. guy put up three touchdowns out of nowhere, he would instantly be in the top 10. You mean like CJ Uzuma? Who's the exactly. 
who, who is no longer going to be available on those dynasty wires come Wednesday. He's number 10 right now. There you go. He's exactly Cha-ching. number 10. Uh, and I will, I will say he's number 10 with seven, 17 receptions. Wow. To so give you an idea, just... it's touchdowns. And that's not sustainable. No, it's not sustainable. Uh, to give you an idea, Noah Fant has three more points than um, C.J. Uzuma. Uh, he has he has 35 catches on 49 targets. C.J. Uzuma has 17 catches on 19 targets. Wow, that is so, that's a, that's a great efficiency rate of hauling them in. But sure is. Boy, but, you you do anything other than that percentage with that many touchdowns and yeah. Yeah, he's so. Unless he's, you think that there's a curve to be had there, how old is he? Is he like twenty seven? He's older than what you'd think. He is. Yeah, because uh, I just totally made that shit up. Yeah, he is. Uh, he has me stalling for time. I'm a fucking yeah. pro. Yeah. Um, we'll have to. We'll get to him soon. When we get to the Bengals, and I'll, I'll, say, I'll hey, find that. Look over here. Um. Well, let's move on from from Waller. He is what Indeed. he is. There's there's no one there. Uh, the Chargers. That's interesting. Jared Cook, um, and then behind him we got this guy named uh, Donald Parnum Jr., who's kind of a dynasty favorite. Yeah, I actually think I picked him up in a one year. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm fucking crazy like that. He's got, you know, Parnum's been talked about last year as well. Um, He's a big, big dude, is he not? Big, he's like big six dude. Five, uh, making that he, shit up too. I'm gonna no, put you on the spot with your googling skills. He's more than six five. He's six foot eight. Holy yeah. shit! I yeah. literally almost spit this delicious Rontoberfest Marzen all over my <laughs> microphone screen. He's he's six eight. Um, he's got. Seven catches for 75 yards and two touchdowns. He's just shit biscuits. He's just not. I, I'll say I'm surprised he's not utilized more. Um, when you look at Jared Cook, uh, who's older, is uh, he's got 21 catches on 33 targets. Um, so I would say this from a dynasty standpoint, uh, I would, if you got room and you're looking for a next year sort of stash at tight end, I would recommend looking at Donald Parnum Jr. You might not have room for him right now, especially since most people's benches say IR, 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 IR. But that's the funny thing is oddly the people in the best position to take that gamble are the people who are already set at tight end. Mm -hmm. That's a luxury I've had in the past 10 years with Ertz. If you've got somebody reliable in their prime, you don't need to be housing all of these fucking cagey vets. Nope. You know, leave leave cooks out there for somebody else. Yep. Uh, let's move on to the AFC North. Uh, Close Ra- to my heart. Ravens. We've got we've got Mark Andrews. We Andrews. Don't, there's there's nothing else to talk about. He's he signed a contract extension. Um, you, you you got him. You're super happy. You there's no one to grab behind him. Um, right. Dynasty standpoint, he's he's the guy to get. Uh, the Bengals, we touched on that. CJ Uzma, uh, he is currently age wise, he is 28, so he's oh, definitely he's definitely up there in years. Um, well, like I said, all of these tight ends that you're going to look at, the bulk of them have mileage. 
sometimes they're on their second contract before they hit a team and an offense that actually uses them. And then you're like, oh, who's this new guy I've never heard of? He's in his seventh year in the league. Right. Well, um, we'll, we'll touch on another guy. Um, I'll make note of that when we get to it. That's that same thing where you're like, oh, man, new tight end. You're like, what? <laughs> right. He's not new at all. I would say uh, from a, a dynasty standpoint, though, Bengals have so much offensive firepower. You're going to get exactly what you get. It's like uh, they're going to say, oh, here's a team that doesn't defend the tight end very well. Let's right. throw it to the tight end this week. And next week you're going to be like, oh, here's a guy who doesn't a team that doesn't uh, cover the slot wide receiver very well. We'll throw it to him this week. Yeah, so, we'll leave him in the block. And- y- Uzuma is going to burn you if you get him. So dynasty standpoint, yeah, if you're if you're hurting for a spot start, get him. Uh, he's not going to have a lot of upside for you long term. Yeah, I mean, 27 is not bad, but still. Yep. Uh, let's go to the Browns. And um, I, these Browns confuse me. Yeah, that's you saw the thing I sent this week. We're circulating a petition to right. consolidate all three Browns tight ends into one fantasy player yeah. who would just be known as Browns tight end. That we, guy I would trade for and start. Right. And and we talked uh, we talked last week a little bit about how I, you know, I have a tendency to like to follow a team's uh, coaching for looking at the tight end position. Well, I do, except when that coach has three tight ends that he wants to use. That doesn't help you at all. So um, in Joku, I think he I'm probably making this shit up, too. I want to say he is nearing the end of a contract. Yeah, he he would not be a bad guy to stash for where he's going to sign with next year. Um, He said I could be making that up, but that sounds right. No, I'm I'm seeing that he was a 2017 first round pick, which means he would be what fifth year option, fifth year option, and and uh, so is this year. Yeah, not a bad guy, and I I think they overpaid Austin Hooper too. So. I, yeah. I think he's okay. Stash. Um, that is my favorite fantasy stash, <clears throat> which I don't think I'm giving any secrets being as I've picked him up six times in the last season and a half. Uh, Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy he's like, I like. I've actually started him in a couple of leagues when things uh-huh. got dicey. He uh, got a couple of de facto starts last year when every other tight end was down. Mm-hmm. He's got potential, He, you know, and like I said, tight end position, completely unpredictable. Hey, he's worth a stash. Yep. Yeah, there's no one on the Browns that I love, but definitely um, guys that's that your upside. Yeah, that's and, and you're just not gonna be able to guess. One week it's a Hooper game, and the next week it's a Njoku game. So, right. Uh, if you if you've got that spot that we just talked about, where you're set up deep enough, and you can just stash him on your bench and forget he's there, that's a great guy to do it to. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ron, I'm going to let you take this one entirely because it's it's uh, your team. Let's talk Steelers. It's been, from what I'm seeing, without having numbers in front of me, it's been a fairly even split for snap distribution. I don't know what the route breaks down like, but it seems like Fryermuth quietly took that starting gig a few weeks ago, but Ebron is seeing almost as many um, routes from what I'm seeing. Um, the only one to own there is Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ebron's another situation of guys we've talked about earlier. If you're in a pinch, you can get him, but you can do better. Uh, Fryermuth, dynasty wise, good lord, everybody's high on him. 
I have him in Jesus. It's one or two of my dynasties, but I've gone after him in two other ones and people no, in three people will not budge on him. They do not want to part with Friar Muth. Um, I share that optimism. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping that, you know, he has a bad game and they're like, Oh, he sucks. I'll trade. No, everyone is high on him. Um, yeah, he's he's got that upside because I th- I think there's a uh, you know it's a, it's a you mentioned the name earlier you got Heath Miller a lot of yeah. times you, these guys remember players uh, that were great for a team and they know the team wants to to use that and um, right you're just always looking for that that next guy to fill the role um, how many the, uh, when you talk Eric Ebron right that's his competition you want to take a stab at how many. Uh, receiving yards eric ebron has on the season oh jesus i uh you know what what's the range you give me within five i'll give you within five okay uh 42 wow nice nice it's 47 god oh, damn god. motherfucker i knew i needed five yeah yeah nice, he's nice uh work. that's he terrible. has not well i've watched pretty much every game oddly um, but he's been worked in. He's getting his targets here yeah. and there. He's making the most of getting them. Actually has a rushing touchdown on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, his third for three different teams. First tight end to do that. A little fucking fantasy tidbit. Wow. Um, it's not like one guy's clearly like, oh, if we need to block, this one goes. Like, they can both do the things. Yeah, it, it's really an even split. Yeah. But Ebron's just got no... Uh, uh, dynasty youth upside. And, and no. the thing that I think translates more about Fryermuth as well is that people can see that when Ben's gone, he's still going to be good. You're not going to play him this year. And shit. And if Rudolph's throwing next year, you're probably not playing him next year either. But yep. talent wise, I'm telling you, if you got a bench spot, keep him. No yep. matter the highs and lows, fuck him. Forget them all. Just hang on to him know that the talent is there and and he will in three or four years he'll be an undeniable uh top tight end yep yep i agree i totally agree let's look at the uh, afc south here uh i i've looked at the texans and and there's nothing oh, here Not, zero production zero upside they have a they have a rookie named brevin jordan who i think was a fifth round pick who has some potential yeah Um, i owned him at one point yeah i did too they've worked him in to have no targets on the air so that's exciting Um, right i mean that's just not a team worth worth looking at i'm looking at the uh colts now it's kind of kind of interesting what's happened to the colts they you've got jack doyle I was going to say, I've seen Doyle added and dropped in in a couple of dynasties over the last three weeks and mostly dropped. Mostly dropped because he's doing nothing um, and he's older um, and he's, right. you know, he's gonna be he has 30 or some shit. Yeah, he 32. is. He's he's going to be 32. He's 31 right now. And then you got Mo yeah. Alley Cox, who he's also getting up there. He's also getting up there. He's a touchdown machine. No yardage. Uh, right. He's 28. Threat. So, I mean, there's there's nothing on the Colts dynasty wise I'm interested in. If I'm if I've got to get a spot start, I'm gonna take Mo Alley Cox. Yeah, and just hope for that tight end or a touchdown out of the tight end. 
Yeah. Jack Doyle, I'm not going to touch even. No, he was, his value was tied completely to Andrew Luck. Yep. Yep. Oh, love Jack Doyle. <clears throat> uh, we'll go to the Jaguars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Please don't. Well, I've got, to, there's some, there's some <clears throat> somewhat of a little interesting thing on the Jaguars, I'll say. All right. Um, so Dan Arnold, UW Platteville alumni. Yeah, shocked to hear that. Right. Um, I do think he's not a bad, uh, he's only 25. Okay, that's uh, some upside. He got, they traded for him. Oh, I um, did not know that. Yes, he was the starting tight end for the Carolina Panthers going into the season. Well, where the, the hell is he now? He's the starting tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, shit. I was thinking he was still in Carolina. Yep. Oh, wow. Dan Arnold is intriguing just because they they wanted to get him there. Um, and the age factor helps. Mm-hmm. And he's probably a guy that could be a wire ad, uh, depending yep. on how deep your dynasty is. Yep. Uh, and then to round out the AFC, let's hop into the Tennessee Titans. Um, That's been a wasteland. It's been a wasteland. There's nothing. I picked up Ferkser. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. In our 12-man, yep. where the tight ends get a point and a half. And with buys and injuries, I still couldn't justify starting him. No, they don't. <clears throat> They're just not using it. Um, no, not I mean, at all. And I thought Tannehill was a guy that kind of leaned on him, but that may have been a function of Smith was just that good. Right. Yeah. 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 There's no one. There's no one there that I'm excited about. I'm. I'm actually not. And from a dynasty standpoint, I'm not touching Tennessee. Agreed. Uh, well, let's hop over to our NFC then. And go to uh, the Cowboys. We've kind of covered that on the last show with uh, Schultz. He's like 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, Jarwins, I think he might be 26, 27. Could Jarwin. be making all of this up. But uh, I think Schultz has clearly established himself mm-hmm. as the guy. Um, I've seen Jarwin stashed in a couple of leagues, but he is mainly a free agent fodder. Yep. Yep, not from a dynasty standpoint. Even with a Schultz injury, Jarwin's only as good as that the rest of that season. True. Schultz is the guy you want. Uh, Twenty-five years old, and Dak Prescott isn't going anywhere anytime soon either. That's a pretty solid connection. Um, we have the Giants, which you've talked a little bit about, Mister Evan Ingram. Uh, he's six-three. He's kind of smallish for this new crop of tight ends. He works more like a slot guy. They, his most success in New York has come out of the slot. That offense, everyone's been injured. Um, he's been too streaky. I can't even really trust him. The age makes him interesting, but for me, he was a safe cut last week. He cleared waivers. That should tell you all you need to know in a 10-man half PPR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's the other thing, too, with – amount of injuries the Giants have had at the wide receiver position, and he's still not the go-to. He That's... was injured himself, but yeah. I mean, there's yeah. still, I mean, there's some talent there, but there's just too much. He's, that guy's been fucking hurt since he was drafted. Right. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the Eagles. They've traded away Jack, or Jack, they traded away Zach, Zach Ertz, but maybe they should rename him because he's a new man. Right. Don't call him Jack Ertz out in Jack Ertz. Jack Ertz. That does that's got a nicer ring to it, doesn't it? 
Yeah, Levitard Show explored this. Uh, everybody's better when they're Jack. Uh, I like it. He does. It sounds makes him sound more professional. Take Iron Eagle and make him Jack Eagle. That's no. an announcer I want to fucking listen to. I like it. Um, I think the most exciting thing that happened here is that Dallas Godard is finally the guy. Right. Um, 26 years old. I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm high on him now. All now, all he needs is a quarterback who's not Jalen Hurts. And this is kind of what uh, the Godard owners. I don't even. And he's another one. I've got a list here that we can go to someday of guys whose names I do not know how to fucking pronounce. So I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I also don't care. So yeah. Godert, um, this is what his owners have been waiting on for like the last three years. The writing's been on the wall. The Ertz contract was in its final season. They were shopping him in preseason. Only couldn't move him because he was basically injured. Nobody wanted to pay up. He puts up a couple good games. Arizona has an injury. Bang, boom. He's out the door a couple games early. And uh, now we get to find out. Um mm-hmm. Your window to pick him up cheaply has closed. Um, I have a guy trying to sell him to me for two years. I passed. I circled back, and I uh, was told no, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, <clears throat> too late. Yep. His first his first game, um, he did lead, lead the Eagles in receiving with his first game as the primary tight end. That sounds right, because uh, as much as the Eagles try and invest, they just cannot uh, get wide receivers. No, they cannot. Maybe maybe Smith will change <clears throat> that. Uh, I haven't seen Rieger at all, but uh, their recent track record suggests they do not draft wide receivers well. Yeah, I agree. I think Devontae Smith does have potential, but I don't. I think this time around. He's another smallish guy, though. Yeah. And Jay Shy away from smallish guys. Uh, maybe. Maybe if they got Jack Ertz, he'd be better. See? Mm. Yeah. And Jack Smith. Mm. Those guys sound good. Yeah. We'll go to Washington, and this is one of those things from the standpoint. Age is, unfortunately, Logan right. Thomas is 30. He's on IR right now. Um, he is the starter. Ricky Seals-Jones is picking up the slack. He's only 26, but he's not exciting. And um, apparently the big hype right now is that when uh, – Thomas is eligible to come off of the IR. Apparently the strength of schedule for him down the stretch is very much in his favor. So nice. a lot of guys in one year leagues are uh, circling back on him right now. And uh, so I guess in a dynasty, if you need a guy this year, um, why not take a gamble? Right. Right. But you say nothing really of note seals Jones. Is that I, the guy's uh, name? Yeah. He's, He's been around. He's actually, um, I think he was in Arizona last year. So Is that where he that, got the hyphen? Yep. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, as I've said before, I've got certain rules I live by. I don't trust a man in a tunic, and I don't take fantasy players with hyphens. That's solid. That's solid. I mean, seriously, I mean, yeah. give me a hyphen guy. Yeah. No, they're all, they're not trusting Jarvis Green Ellis? Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I mean, think Juju is probably the most successful of the bunch, and and I, I steer clear of him. Yeah, if you if you thought going into last Thursday that Donovan Peoples Jones was a good guy to play, you were screwed. He had right. a horrible game. And, yeah. and this is the kind of insight that you're going to get on the Fantasy Podfathers podcast. Mm, yeah, no. Out this with is the shit you're not getting anywhere else. Yep, you got. Well, I mean, JJ Sega Whiteside. What a <laughs> Thank waste. Thank you. Yeah, what a waste. Oh my God! 
Yeah, Whiteside went high in those years. Well, he was supposed to be the starter walking in. Yeah, but he's an eagle. Yeah, and then then that means your best two targets are tight ends. Right. Uh, let's move down to Arizona. We got Zach Ertz down there now. Um, you know, re- really great pickup if if you're making a, a playoff run, but no no upside. The guy's already 30, 30 years, years old. old. Yeah. He's from a, a dynasty, he's going to give you two or three good seasons, and then he's he's going to start to fall off. Best case. That's if he has shaken the injury bug which the last few weeks have finally shown him putting some numbers up, but the numbers really dipped coming off of that injury. He He's finally showing that maybe he's back. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, you know what you're getting. The shelf life is short. You need a guy this year. Yeehaw. Yep. Uh, let's go to the Rams. Uh, we got Tyler Higby there. He's older than people think. He yep. came in. He came in. Uh, he's six years in the league, which is just yeah. shocking to me. Dude, um, I drafted him as a rookie. I know you did. I remember that. And he uh, didn't. And in two years after the practice squad, he was completely unbringable. If we go down to San Francisco, uh, you got George Kittle. Uh, he'll be healthy. He's dynasty uh, gold. He's the he's the guy you want to get. And I will say right now, for all of you who don't own George Kittle. See if you can buy him cheap. For all of you who do own, own George Kittle, do not sell him cheap. Who's the guy behind him right now? Ross Dooley. Yeah, I believe you mentioned him in the last cast, and mm-hmm. I picked him up, and I quickly realized that Kittle's targets are based on Kittle's talent, mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody who comes in to replace him isn't just slotting into those targets. His short term, he's not going to do you any good. Long term, he would be behind Kittle. So that's pretty much San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, I'm. <clears throat> I really, really want to see. I wish we could see it sooner. I really want to see what Trey Lance and George Kittle look like after a few games because. Uh, Me too. That's if if they if they click, man. That that's some dynasty gold there. And as someone who who owns a little stock in Kittle. Yeah, I haven't been wildly thrilled with the results of him and Garoppolo lately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see what the heir apparent uh, does, because if he's a guy that doesn't lean on the tight end, ouch. Yeah, no, I agreed. And, and you know Shanahan likes tight ends. That's one of those coaches I like to follow. So, right. um, yeah, Jimmy G's time there is short. Kittle's a good buy low guy. Uh, go to Seattle. I'm just I'm not gonna touch any tight end from Seattle because they just under Pete Kaler, Carroll they just never consistently ever. use the tight end ever 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 ever. Everyone who goes there, you know, it just it never pans out. Jimmy Graham went there and you were like maybe it's gonna be good and it was still like like spotty. No. Yep. Anybody who has ever picked up a Seattle tight end has been disappointed within four weeks. Yep. There's no consistent production. There's no nothing. It's a fucking tight end wasteland. Let's go into our next tight end wasteland, the Chicago uh, Bears. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you know, Comet, young side. Strangely yeah. available in some dynasty formats. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a scarier offense to have a pass catcher in right now than the Bears? <laughs> No, as someone who has a boatload of stock in Allen Robinson, it's it's just uh, I finally understand Bears fans' pain. 
Oh my God. It's awful. Like, oh man, you just suck the life out of everything that goes there. Just stop doing that. Alan to- Robinson's a beautiful fantasy animal and you've, you've killed him. I mean, Cole Komet, I love the guy. I love the player. Justin Fields has four years of there. And I just, I haven't seen anything right now. So I guess if I can get Cole Komet for like dirt, dirt cheap, like dirt cheap. I, I draft tight ends consistently and I could not get myself to pull the trigger on him. So would you, if, uh, if you could get him for a third round pick, would you? Um, I would probably pass on that if somebody offered him to me for a three, but, uh, uh that it's a fair offer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that would be my baseline too. I would have to think about it. I definitely, right. I, I definitely know the answer is and then click no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there with you. Uh, we can go to Detroit. Very clear. TJ Hawkinson is probably in, in my mind, a top five dynasty tight end. He's 24 right. years old. Uh, he's got Jared Goff. The lions are always going to be behind. Um, yeah, he's, he's actually production. He would be, um, he would maybe be my top target if I was out there right now looking for Trying a dynasty to get a buy low dynasty tight end. Yeah, he would be, he would be my top target. Um, that's fair enough. TJ Hawkinson, to me, you've got a uh, a team that's always going to have to pass. You've got a 24-year-old guy and a team with no star wide receiver whatsoever. Um, right. Yeah, I, I see him consistently. No matter who the quarterback is, Jared Goff or whoever, he's just going to – I think they're going to actually have to build this, this uh, offense around TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, yep. so it's Swift, it's Hawkinson, it's maybe Goff. I got him off the goddamn wire in my in my 12 man. Big 12 Dynasty Football, a 12 man half PPR dynasty with no practice squad, founded by Ron in 2015, currently yep. in yep. its seventh season. Let's move on to the uh Packers and no thank you. Yeah, Tunyon, uh for my money, that's a fluke. I had somebody yeah. toss him at me a few weeks ago trying to peel uh Melvin Gordon off me in a deal. And as a tight end needy team, my response was no, thank you. Yep, uh, he was he was a a touchdown dependent flash in the pan. He was a wire grab who panned mm. out great for somebody last year. And you know what? Good for you. You clean yep. up that mess. Yep. Um, I believe right now um, you've got a thirty seven year old and a twenty seven year old. It's just not a team. I'm. I'm. Not, you you can't like. You go back in the Packers, you go back to Aaron Rodgers' history, you go back to the tight end history there. Um, you know, Jermichael Finley and Mark Chimura, and, and that's that's not a franchise that has a history of, of top tight ends. No, or of any offensive weapons. I mean, yeah. they have they have done him so wrong. I mm-hmm. uh I I don't care, man. I I mean, you know where we are. So yep. I hear from Packer fans, and I'm honestly I, I will say this right now, I am sick of your shit, Packers fans. Sizzling hot takes. I get another one of you coming to me bitching about Aaron Rodgers and, oh, he needs to. No, you fuckers have had uh, 30 years of straight quarterback play. You don't get to bitch about anything. No, Rodgers is a goddamn unicorn, and we will gladly take him in Pittsburgh next year. You ingrateful bastards. Uh, Carry on. I'll take him in Denver. Thank you very much. (laughs) Right? Yep. 
in great. Um, let's go to the Vikings and uh, another guy that I'm I'm uh, dynasty by low candidate. Irv Irv Smith on IR. Not going to get anything out of him this year, but um, only 23 years old was talked about being the focal point of uh, the offense this year. Um, and that is an offense that made Conklin a viable pickup for a while. Right. And I don't know where you would know this because you own him. Um, Adam Thielen's not getting any younger. No, let's see, like 28, 29? Uh, no, no, he's 31. Oh, shut the front door. Yeah. God. Yeah, he's uh, he's 31 years old already. Oh, penis, uh, I got some rebuilding to do. So when 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 Thielen starts, I don't he, he's got his last contract there. So I really do look at the future of those guys as Justin Jefferson and Herb Smith. Um, oh, for sure. I would if I could get him right now for a third round pick in a dynasty. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'm gonna maybe try it when we're done. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna rewind this back. There's a couple other guys you got my wheels spinning on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some good value out there. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna get drunk and poach. <laughs> well, I'm going to attempt to poach and get shot down by people who aren't drunk as I am. Well, if our good, if our good friend was listening to this, he would tell you don't get too drunk and, and yeah. make deals. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, solid dynasty advice. Do not. That is, that is across the board right there. Do not drunk trade, especially after you've watched your team look like garbage on Monday night football. <laughs> just don't do it it's not it's, it's not a good move. yeah let's uh move on to the uh, last division here the nfc south we have atlanta we have kyle pitts Jesus. say say no more the yeah he's a guy hype that in real. a dynasty you, you you either drafted him or you're probably not getting your hands on him without a massive offer yeah yeah the the, the hype is real yeah it's, the ship has already sailed you either got him or you're probably not getting him yep yep agreed Okay, we've got the Panthers, which I don't uh, – you know what? I'm not even going to open their roster. I don't want a Carolina Panthers tight end. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm with you. I don't give a single solitary fuck. Let's move on. Yep. Uh, New Orleans Saints, I also feel the exact same way about same the way. Saints. Same uh, way. Troutman? No, he's on the wire in my fucking 12-man. And you know what? Yeah. That's where he belongs. You know, I own him in that that deep, deep league we play in. And I'll be damned. I think I might cut the man. Like, yeah, how, with how a point far and a half per reception, he's still fucking worthless. Well, and here's the and here's the thing. Like Jameis Winston, I can tell you, he he is a fan of the tight end. Uh, he he was in college, and he was and when he played for Tampa Bay, he made Cameron Brait have some really great games. That's true. And with the New Orleans Saints, he's. Jack, like Jack, yeah. like he, he I don't almost know if cost... that speaks to how the offense is run or to the tight end talent, but either way, don't speak well. No, there's another tight end on there that's got all the touchdown catches, and Troutman doesn't have yardage or touchdowns. So, yeah, I'm oh. staying away from the Saints. Yeah, dumpster fire. I'm st- actually, I'm staying away from everyone on the Saints that's not Elvin Kamara. Uh, agreed. Like, agreed. I'm not, I'm not interested whatsoever. Like, I'm not, okay. just don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Let's look at Tampa Bay. Interesting. Uh, you got Gronk. You got 32. You got Brait. Uh, is he like 28, 29, somewhere in there? Um, he is. 
30. 30, yeah. I knew he was older. And you've got O.J. Howard, who's 26. Right. Um, you know, Howard, maybe he signs a deal for another team next year. I don't, That's your only upside on the roster? Yeah, I don't. The I only? Don't, uh, I he's a guy that I can vouch if you've got him and you're trying to sell him. You ain't going to get a sack of fucking ripe oranges. I know, and I, I don't think I could. And I couldn't I bring myself to buy him if I had to either. No, I couldn't. I could. I would not give you a third for him, and I don't know if I have the roster room to put him. Uh, I had stock in him and Engram, and wound up having to cut Engram. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was like, well, the one if if I got to bet on one of you guys, I'm betting on Howard, just because he has a chance to go somewhere else next year. Uh, the size, the stature, the contract, yeah. the the yeah, and the, he's a little bit a year younger. Yeah, all the all the boxes got checked. If you had to go side by side. Well, that is uh, we have ventured through the uh, the world of the uh, the tight ends there. Ah, damn, that was the short one too. Yeah, that's the short one. I'll have to break these up by conference next time. <laughs> yeah, we will. But I would say what we should do, since we went with a tight end around the world, we should close out with some classic tight end names. Hmm. You, yeah. you got any that uh, any classic names that pop? I'm coming up with Wesley Walls. Ooh, Wesley Walls, man. That makes well, me I meant, feel good deep down inside. I mean, Jordan Cameron was a guy I talked about before. I love the man. Um, I mean, you got to give your props out to good old Greg Olson. He was oh, so yeah. good. You saw him in a chip commercial? Yeah. He, On this uh, one, I, I don't even think I'll be able to properly give you nostalgia with it because I can't say it, but... Who a Mao Wawa? Oh, from from uh. See, you remember the Rams? Wasn't the there Patriots some... for a while? Oh man! You know what? And he's probably on the fucking wire in Flea Flicker. Tight ends are so come and go over the oh, years. Oh my god, he is. Michael Who Mana Wawa Mana Who Mana Wanui? Michael Who Mana Good, good enough. Uh, I mean, hey, like, he's only thirty-three. He could still fucking play in the league. <laughs> he could, he could play for the. Uh, he's a year older than Gronk. Jeremy Shockey. Oh, that's that 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 does take me back. God, I love that like game. Matt Spath. Matt Spath mm-hmm. makes me feel good. Yeah. Ed West, the toolbox. Dallas Clark. Oh, Dallas Clark gives me semi wood. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one that <laughs> my my favorite football injury of all time, Kellen Winslow. Oh my God, uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. swollen got a testicle, staph infection in his balls, and they swelled up to the size of what was it? You like remember great, reading that report? Yeah, like it was like like. They're usually the NFL is usually so transparent on what happens. And then when someone's balls swell up to the size of grapefruits. Well, it was the craziest thing because this report hit and then within 15 minutes, the report was gone. Right. Right. And then on like Monday night football or whatever was happening, the announcers were giggling like little fucking girls when they brought up Winslow. And it was like, oh, so this shit's true. His balls swelled up to the size of softballs and they're all having a chuckle. That my man uh, about lost the the grapefruits. Uh, 
I'm I'm looking up the old article. His testicles were hurt to the point that were enlarged to the point that it hurt to walk. Oh God! Just uh, what's funny is when I went on the search. Um, it's, it's Kellen Winslow testicles. It, well, I put in Kellen Winslow balls, and the first thing I got was <laughs> Kellen Winslow's autographed balls. I was going to um, say that's a good move because if somebody <laughs> digs through your Google search history, yeah, balls sound looks way better than testicles. I'm going testicles now. Let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs>